0: It's HSK Today, a weekly in-depth look at the Henderson Silver Knights and the AHL with your host, Brian McCormick.
1: And here we go. After many, many weeks away, this is HSK Today. Brian McCormick here, you there, Jared Justice on the other side of the glass for a mid-off-season update edition of HSK Today. Hello, everyone. I missed you dearly. Uh, And what a, a lovely opportunity we have during this most hectic of hockey shopping seasons. Uh, to check in, chime in, and get everyone up to speed of where the Silver Knights stand as we get ready for season number two, which is still a couple months away, but we are smack in the middle of free agency, which of course always impacts the big club and the little sibling as well. The schedule for next season came out last week. Lots to touch on, uh, so let's uh, get to it. First of all, uh, Jared Justice, I missed you most of all. How have you been? really really warm it is it has gotten very hot since the uh since the end of the season since we last spoke well that's the see that's the beauty of my career choice i spend the entire day uh, in a building that is basically a chill freezer and there's no windows i've i've basically been able to isolate myself from the 120 degree heat uh which means i'm i have no uh, i'm no more tan than the last time you saw me but it it helps you uh dissociate from the desert for sure that's I can't, I can't relate to all the people who are roasting.
0: Well, lucky you. Yeah, a little arrogant
1: of me, isn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm going to go try to find our old jerk store bumper to play.
1: <laughs> well, I'll try to keep uh, keep the humble brags to a minimum. Uh, but are you enjoying uh, this most hectic and crazy of transactional weeks for hockey? Of course, uh, VGK has been busy. I know we have a lot of crossover in our audience, uh, some of them. Happier with some of the moves than others, Jared. But uh, for a guy who uh, manages as many shows as you do, it's been a, a pretty busy VGK week.
0: Well, in that, and because of, I sort of do a show that's more omnibus of uh, all Las Vegas sports, we're, we're yeah. out there at... Uh, we have someone out at minicamp for the Raiders, and as soon as the flurry news hits, we're just like, yeah, we don't care about who's stretching. Talk about this. <laughs> well,
1: you know what? On that on that note, there's hockey news, there's Raider camp, there's global Olympics news, uh, and as the show just prior to us was going through, uh, it is also turning into a uh, mad crazy baseball trading season as well, so Everyone's moving, everyone's shaking, and we're joining in. So a lot to get to in this program. First off, we'll talk about the uh, the free agents, uh, free agency action we've seen the last couple of days, uh, the schedule that is upcoming, which also has the first-ever game at Dollar Loan Center now on the calendar, so we can look forward to that, break down where some of the strengths and weaknesses in that schedule appear to be. We'll also hear in our next segment from Gage Quinney. Gage Quinney, one of the, uh, well, Additions isn't the right word, but a guy who's sticking around as he re-upped for another year with the Vegas Golden Knights organization. Of course, Gage Quinney, a significant... Uh, piece for the Henderson Silver Knights last season. So he stays in the fold, and he'll join us to talk about his offseason, the free agency process that he just underwent, and what his expectations are next year in both the VGK and HSK forum. So we'll have that. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to introduce a new business partner for this coming season. Not going to spoil the news, but stick around for that. We'll have our new partners in studio uh, to talk about their excitement for joining the Silver Knights and the Silver Society. So, lots to get to. Let's get to it. And uh, I think probably most uh, most appropriate to get with what this roster is going to look like. And by the way, if you want, we'll have a better system for this uh, when the season starts. I promise. Uh, but having been able to join Ryan Wallace for the VGK Insider Show a couple of times in the last few weeks, which has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, why, why not have anyone who has questions, and you might at this point of the off offseason, uh, send them along. So if you are so inclined and uh, want to uh, tweet a question out to the show, you can do so just uh, use my handle, at Brian J. McCormick, at Brian, B-R-I-A-N, J. McCormick, M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K. Otherwise, more than happy to fill the hour myself. So let's get to the uh, the transactions we've seen we've seen a ton of them for those uh, not aware and that's a, that's unlikely to be any of you with this audience free agency which in a usual season is on July 1st the opening of unrestricted free agency uh, this season is July 28th yesterday because of the uh, impacts of COVID on the calendar. So yesterday was the beginning of free agent frenzy, and the VGK largely, uh, a little mix mix of that. They retained some and they added some. Uh, On the retention side, that's mostly what impacted the uh, the Henderson Silver Knights. Vegas Golden Knights did sign Gage Quinney, they added him on a one-year contract, 750000 It's a two-way deal for Gage Quinney. Uh, so, again, everyone will go into October, or September for that matter, with their eyes on making the big club. Gage Quinney is no different. But if he uh, remains an AHL asset, as he has been for the majority of his career thus far, that's a huge, huge piece of the puzzle to keep in the fold for the Henderson Silver Knights. Last year, Gage Quinney was uh, a little bit banged up throughout the year, only got into 19 games, but in those 19 games, he had 17 points. Among the uh, the team leaders in offense, he was uh, certainly a threat shorthanded with three shorthanded goals. This is a very important player for the Henderson Silver Knights, and again, if the Vegas Golden Knights use him at the NHL level, he'll serve his purpose there too, but if he's in Henderson, What a significant, significant player to keep in the fold, particularly when you consider who is not returning to the Silver Knights that we are sure of uh, as of this afternoon, and we'll touch on that next. Uh, But to get Gage Quinney back, certainly significant. Another player added on a two-way deal was Sven Berchi. Sven Berchi, if you... uh, you, if you're hockey-educated uh, for the last decade or so, it's a name I'm sure a lot of you will recognize. He was a first-round pick back in 2011 of the uh, Calgary Flames, number 13 overall. He spent time with Calgary and Vancouver. More time in the NHL than AHL, but significant time in both. Last year served as a, an assistant captain with the Utica Comets. Uh, and the Utica Comets, of course, last year the Vancouver Canuck uh, affiliates this year, that affiliation moving to Abbotsford. But uh, a, an assistant captain for parts of last season with Utica, Sven Berchi is uh, is seasoned, is experienced, and brings a lot of uh, th- that veteran savvy that uh, should he be in Henderson that the Silver Knights will be looking for. Just to give you a bit of a breakdown, uh, Berchi has played 291 NHL games in Calgary and Vancouver. He's played 191 AHL games in Abbotsford, when they were the affiliate of the Calgary Flames. In Adirondack, when they were the affiliate of the Calgary Flames. A couple of cities uh, that were uh, now de- defunct AHL cities, but now no longer as the Abbotsford Canucks have come back. So when the Silver Knights go to Abbotsford, if they do have Sven Berchi with them, they'll have a, a tour guide for lunch at the very least. Uh, but then most recently in Utica. And if you look at his uh, his time in the AHL, Sven Berchi has been close to uh, a point-per-game player most of the time. Uh, last year, uh, 2019-20, 2019-20, so two seasons ago, 46 points in 43 games, spent the five years prior exclusively in the NHL with Vancouver, and then prior to that put up 15 goals and 40 points in about 50 games for the Uh, flames and comets in the American Hockey League. So when he's been in the AHL, he's been pretty much close to a point per game or a point every other game talent, Uh, and most of uh, of his AHL seasons have been disrupted. He hasn't had too many full campaigns in the American Hockey League. So Sven Berchi is indeed ticketed for the AHL where he's been uh, most of the last two seasons and where he was... Uh, an assistant captain with Utica last year, that'll be a big get. That'll be a big get for the Silver Knights uh, as they're going to look to to fill in some of the gaps of uh, offensively for those who have left the organization. And we had uh, yesterday and today a couple of significant names, a couple of big names come through uh as moving on to other organizations ryan murphy who is the eddie shore award winner for the defenseman of the year in the american hockey league you know a good story for ryan murphy really ryan murphy who played on an american hockey league deal last year after coming back to north america from the khl we talked about murphy uh, often throughout the year of how he used the opportunity to come to henderson on an american hockey league deal as a show me season a chance to prove himself and to reestablish himself as an nhl option he did just that as he got a one-year nhl contract with the detroit red wings so whether ryan murphy finds himself in detroit or in grand rapids you know you go hats off for, for murphy he came to henderson have phenomenal year and did exactly what he wanted to do which is to put himself back on the nhl radars uh, that opportunity just came somewhere else so murphy to detroit carl dahlstrom uh, who missed a large chunk of last season, injured or the latter uh, third of last season before coming back. Uh, in the final game of the uh, Pacific Division final against Bakersfield, Carl Dahlstrom is going to Toronto, so you lose some veteran uh, leadership on the back end there in both Murphy and Dahlstrom. And also another defenseman in Jimmy Schultz, who yesterday signed with the Buffalo Sabres. Today, two more veterans uh, moving on elsewhere. Danny O'Regan stays in the division as he has joined the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, again, just based on Danny O'Regan's uh, career trajectory, very possible that his. Uh, his playing days next season will be in San Diego with the Gulls, And then Dylan Secura, who was a a massive uh, offensive force for the Silver Knights last season. He has signed uh, as of about an hour ago with the Colorado Avalanche. So he very well could stay in the division at the AHL level with the Colorado Eagles as well. So if if you look at what you're missing there, then from a uh, Silver Knights perspective, you keep Gage Quinney, which is massive you add potentially Sven Berchi again. Everyone's potential at this point, but if you have Quinny and Berchi in your lineup, that's keeping some of the some of the best of last year talent-wise and adding a legitimate, significant contributor uh, at the AHL level in Berchi. But you're losing the top defenseman in the league, Carl Dahlstrom and Jimmy Schultz, who are two very, very steady uh, minutes eaters. Uh, and of course Daniel Regan, your leading scorer and Dylan Secura, who uh, was your leading goal producer and, uh, and uh, all, all of those names, with the exception of maybe Carl Dahlstrom, of course, significant power play contributors as well. So that's that's a, a heavy a heavy loss without question. And I think what you what you start to, to turn your attention to there is what is the focus of free agency at the AHL level? I love free agent frenzy like everyone else does. You want to see where the big ticket items are going and who's who's adding at the NHL level, but so many of the names that you kind of overlook on the wire because they're a person you've never heard of before, those are big moves at the at the AHL level, uh, and that's always fun and always exciting. For the uh, Silver Knights, Quinney could be part of it. Berchie could be part of it. Patrick Brown on a one-way deal. He's hoping to be a full-time NHLer, but the first captain in Silver Knights history, he could be in the HSK fold again, but... Really, when you're using free agency at the AHL level, you're looking to supplement, right? You need your young kids to get playing time. You need them to be in a winning environment, and you bring in the right veterans to help win games and also to instill that culture. HSK got that last year from the veterans that they have now lost, Uh, and now it will be a question if if Kelly McCrimmon is as finished with maneuvers as he claimed he felt he was yesterday. Again, it's very possible if the phone rings, Kelly McCrimmon's going to talk. Uh, but he said that he didn't expect too much more moving and shaking the rest of the offseason. If that's the case, well, then you're really looking at, well, which young kids are going to be able to seize the opportunity of more ice time? Jack Dugan in his second year, after a very productive first year offensively, he's a player that probably gets a little bit more opportunity in a larger role and more is expected of him. Uh, Pavel Dorofiev came in early in the season and had a great year. His role probably gets augmented. The blue line is where you're going to look really for, okay, who takes – a larger step forward now. If Caden Korzak is in the AHL next year, you have to imagine he's going to be a heavy, heavy, heavy minutes guy. This is the opportunity that will be spelled out for him. Zach Hayes the same, and very interesting. If you listen to Kelly McCrimmon's comments yesterday with the additions of Matthias Janmark and Evgeny Dadnov, and just talk about what that forward group is going to look like now, you know he said Peyton Krebs in the in training camp will see where he's at and, and can he win a job. But if Peyton Krebs has to go to Henderson. Kelly McCrimmon's not worried about that. He's if that's where he belongs, then that's where he'll be. And Peyton Krebs, who was phenomenal in a short stint of five games at the start of the year in Henderson last season, well, if he's in Henderson this season, there, there's your top line uh, center probably to 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 see what he can uh, create and, and to to have his first full pro season hit the ground running. So, you know, we'll see what happens, of course, but with the with the Elder statesmen moving out for the Silver Knights from their inaugural season. And not just older players and veteran players and savvy players, but guys who absolutely contributed on a major, major scale. With them coming out, well, it looks like uh, for the VGK, they're hopeful that some of the prospects who got their feet wet last year are ready to to grab the bull by the horns and be the go-to guys next year. So that'll remain to be seen. But we do know that Gage Quinney is going to be either in Vegas or Henderson next season after signing his new deal. And when we come back, we will hear from Gage Quinney about that process and how he is approaching another year in the Vegas Valley. That's straight ahead when we come back on HSK Today. Brian McCormick here with you on 1230 of the game, the Henderson Silver Knights Radio Network. Back on our impromptu Mid-off-season edition of HSK Today. Brian McCormick here with you, getting set for, uh, well, a look ahead at what next season will look like, and there was no better time to do it than the middle of free agency, particularly with the Vegas Golden Knights making some additions and keeping some familiar faces around, and that includes Gage Quinney, who is re-upped with the Vegas Golden Knights organization. He joins us now. Gage, great to have you with us, and congratulations on the new contract.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, thank you.
1: Well, first of all, how have you been spending the last couple of months without me pestering you every other day? This has to be a really nice reprieve for you.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the off season's really nice. Just to decompress and then obviously get back into it trading wise and uh, just try and get better every day for the next season.
1: So I think for a lot of fans that would just look at the uh, the off season a couple of months ago and say, all right, what are some things that we want to get done? You've got Gage Quinney, lives in Vegas, from Vegas. Fans love him. Production was terrific. It just it made sense from so many angles that you would expect a deal like this to get done. But what was the process like for you to, to reach an agreement to come back to the Golden Knights organization again?
2: I mean, yeah, this organization is unbelievable. And then even, uh, even in Henderson, it's an unbelievable organization. And um, it just makes the decision that much easier. And especially being able to stay home, it's definitely a cherry on top.
1: How much of the decision was based on the, the geography, you know the convenience again, being home around family and friends and how much of it was the, the hockey side of it, having spent a year with the Silver Knights and under Manny Viveros and, and knowing how the, the hockey end of it helps grow your game?
2: Yeah, uh, it makes it easier. Um, you have the systems down and all the little things like that. You've memorized and stuff and know how to play like that. And then like you said, like the coaching staff just makes it that much easier. Um, and obviously you want to be on a good team and um, we thought we were really good last year. It sucked that the, the playoffs was a little bit weird, but um, that makes it easier to come back.
1: Every player is different, but do you, do you find a lot of players want to or wish they could play in their home market? I know for some players it's great to be near family, and for other players maybe it's more pressure or, or stress. Do you find from other players that they have an opinion one way or the other?
2: Um, I think everybody wants to at least experience it, and then I think they make their decision from there. But, um, I mean, I'm very grateful to stay home, and, um, yeah, I'm just very happy.
1: We're with Gage Quinney, who had 17 points in 19 games last season. It was a bit of a, 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 an untraditional season all the way around for everybody, but you were also in and out of the lineup a little bit. Do you have now a few months removed from last year? Do you look back on have an evaluation of how your first year in Henderson was?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of people know, but I had, like, the uh, the COVID lingering effects all year, and it definitely made my year a lot harder. But um, I think it mentally and um, me, me more grateful as a person. Um, but just to build off that for next year, I'm excited.
1: I wonder, before the uh, the commercial, we, we talk about some of the players who, who will not be returning uh, in Henderson, Ryan Murphy, Carl Dahlstrom, Jimmy Schultz, Danny O'Regan, Dylan Secure have all moved on to other locations. You don't need to speak on them in particular, but I do wonder for players who are going through the free agency process, do you talk amongst yourselves a lot, or do you kind of just keep to yourself and wait for the phone to ring?
2: Uh, I think you mainly just keep to yourself and just really talk over your family and stuff, and everything just has to be based on what's best for you and the best situation. So I think everybody just kind of keeps to themselves, and then after everything's said and done, uh, that's when guys will start talking to each other and just see what's going on and stuff like that
1: which is funny because for fans and people like myself, we watch it and it's it's almost like entertainment. It's free agent frenzy, as we call it. But for players going through it, probably not as much fun. It's probably a lot more serious than it is for us watching on TV.
2: Yeah, it definitely is uh, a little bit stressful. But once it's all done, it's like a 100-pound weight came off your shoulder and you're just excited to see where you're going.
1: Talking to Gage Quinney. So with uh, some of the, the faces from last year who were relied on heavily moving out, uh of course there could still be work done this summer but you have to imagine there's going to be some uh, augmented roles for some of your teammates from last year some of the younger guys uh anyone from last year you were impressed with who, who might have an opportunity for a a larger role come october
2: um, i think we have a lot of guys really and um that's what's exciting is it's more opportunity every other year and um really i think it's i'm excited for all the young guys i mean like i said like it sucks to lose those guys, and what they bring can't really be replaced and stuff like that, but uh, for young guys, that's a huge step, so I'm excited to see all the young guys really step up next year.
1: We're talking to Gage Quinney. Gage, I hope you've taken a little bit of time to hang out at the pool and, and decompress a little bit, but uh, I, I do wonder in this shortened offseason that we have because of the, the way last year's calendar works, uh, are, are you – training any differently for this coming season than you ordinarily would in the summer? And are you more excited to get back at it now that we have potentially a, a normal season ahead of us?
2: Yeah, I haven't changed anything. Just um, just doing the normal routine and all that stuff. And then, yeah, hopefully we, it's looking like we'll have a normal year, which will be really nice. And um, it'll be nice to have fans at every game.
1: Now that you can look back uh, detached, we talked a little bit about it at the time, but... I'm very excited for normal, and especially for all the road trips we go on. You like to enjoy the city you're going to, and that that wasn't a thing last year. How how refreshing can it even be for you guys next year to have a normal circumstance going into every game day? It's got. I would imagine now you can look back and just say, like, "Wow!" As players, we went through a lot last year, even before the puck dropped. Yeah,
2: I mean, but yeah, you know, as players, it was. It was just weird. It was uh, different not being able to go out and eat on the road and stuff like that. But I think it really, going back to normal, is really going to help like the trainers and stuff like that since they did a lot for us and setting up all the meals and stuff to get to the hotel since we weren't allowed to leave. So I think it's, it's definitely going to help out the training staff and, and everyone.
1: Talking to Las Vegas' own Gage Quinney. So, Gage, you signed your new contract. How do you celebrate in Las Vegas when you sign a professional contract?
2: Um, well Are you a I backyard don't.
1: barbecue guy
2: or Yeah, I'm just a stay at home, just maybe get something nice to eat or something.
1: Well, I'm sure everyone was very, uh, very excited. What what have you been up to this summer? Have you done anything uh, well, if you did anything exciting and glamorous, by all means, share with us. But I even wonder, just around here in the summer, if if your summer vacation looks like my summer vacation.
2: Um, I haven't really gone on vacation or anything, but I do just golf quite a bit and um, really just relax and just enjoy everything.
1: Oh, well, yeah, very smart. Don't don't uh, don't mention the locations you go to, otherwise, you'll never have a moment's peace ever again. Uh, <laughs> We're with we're with Gage Quinny. So again now that the uh the contract is, is out of the way and you're you're preparing for this season, preparing for an NHL camp and uh, you know, trying to give yourself the best chances for the best situation this coming fall, uh what will you really hunker down on in these last few weeks, uh, to, to get yourself uh one hundred percent ready?
2: Um, I just think I have to get better and Every position, really. I think um, that's the goal for summer is to get just a little bit better in every aspect of the game, and then that should set you up for camp.
1: Are you watching a lot of Olympics? Are you watching rugby at 1 in the morning or anything like that?
2: No, I haven't watched any Olympics at all, to be honest. Sounds bad, but I really haven't even turned it on. <laughs>
1: well, you're a busy guy. You were in the middle of getting a contract squared away, and we're glad that you did. Gage, really appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of the offseason, and we're looking forward to getting back to work in just a few months.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Have a good one.
1: That was Gage Quinney sticking around in the Vegas Valley and uh, getting ready for another season with either the VGK or the HSK after, again, being a very significant piece for the Silver Knights in their inaugural season last year. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we have new partners joining the Henderson Silver Knights family, and they will join us in studio. I wasn't allowed to spoil the surprise, and I still won't, but they'll be here to uh, talk about this new partnership and the impact on the Vegas Valley when we come back on HSK Today. Brian McCormick here with you on the Silver Knights Radio Network. Back on HSK Today, sorry that we threw you all a bit of a curveball, but we just thought you really might have missed the commercials that you haven't heard since the season, so we figured we just jam <laughs> those in. But we are now back in the studio, and we are ready to announce uh, a significant new partnership and a new member of the Silver Society for the Henderson Silver Knights. Sam and Ash Injury Attorneys will now be uh, members of the Silver Society. And joining us in studio to talk about this brand-new partnership is Sam and Ash. Mr. Sam Mirajowski and Ash Watkins, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for your patience, and uh, welcome to the HSK family.
3: Oh, Thanks for having us. This is fun, and no worries.
0: Oh, thanks, Brian. This is great to be here. We're really, really excited about this.
1: Now, Sam and Ash, you are the official Injury Attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Uh, which, you know, the partnership as a whole, there's there's tons we can go into, I'm sure. But just right <laughs> off the bat, uh, you guys w- wanted this partnership also with, with a minor league hockey team that's right here in Vegas. Why, were, uh, why, why is this partnership with the Henderson Silver Knights a good fit for, for Sam and Ash?
3: Well, I think it was natural. So the pandemic, the lockdown, the first sporting event that I went to and I believe Sam went to when the, the quarantine was lifted was the Henderson Silver Knights. We went over to Orleans Arena, and it was just one of those moments where I loved it. I loved everything they were doing. Um, I saw the connection between the Golden Knights and the, the programs throughout, and so um, it just kind of became a conversation that Sam and I started, and, and I love it.
0: Yeah, that was a really emotional game because uh, we'd obviously been starved to go out and and enjoy sports live, which is the way they're supposed to be enjoyed. <laughs> and the and and it's a I'm really excited about the opportunity once the Silver Knights get the, into their new home, the Dollar yep. uh, Loan Arena, and they get get in there. And we're we're in Henderson, and we are a community team. I'm. I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. and And so the energy that I saw at from that first game and the subsequent games that we went to at at Orleans, uh, I think it's only going to get better at the end toward the end of the season, yeah. when the uh, when the new arena opens.
1: We're with Sam and Ash, the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights as of right this moment. A <laughs> now brand new partnership. And you know, I think one of the things you, you mentioned is is the uh, the community aspect. This Silver Society, the you know, the the, the organizations that are a part of this silver society, it's not just about the product of, of hockey and in that business and end of the business. It's about getting the Silver Knights and the Dollar Loan Center almost all of us introduced to the city of Henderson. We went through a year now where the fans had interaction towards the end, but not on a full scale of what there can be. You know, this partnership is also about making the, the biggest impact in Henderson that possibly can be made.
0: Well, I want your fans and listeners to know what an incredible arena uh, the Dollar Loan Center is. Uh, we had an opportunity, thanks to the organization, to go through and, uh, and have a tour, uh, and, and we're blown away. This uh, arena is designed from the ground up for the fans, and and that is what I I think people when they, for when they get to see it and they see how approachable, the game is how close all the seats are there is not a bad seat, in the entire arena, no. and and when you're that close to the to the to the play and and to the game. I think it's going to be really the premier sports experience in the Valley. And I can't wait to be a part of that.
1: You know, Ash, one of the things that I, I, I was learning about this new partnership, uh, Sam and Ash will be the presenting partner of the – we're talking about how great this arena is <laughs> going to be. One of the things I'm most excited to experience as the arena uh, is built – there's an outdoor deck at suite level. It's almost like a, almost like an observation deck, which I have never seen on any other minor league arena. But uh, & Ash is the presenting partner of that feature. But it's it's an example of some of the unique features that this building is going to have that many other minor league teams don't.
3: Yeah, this uh, stadium is built on a uh, utmost professional level. It is bar none going to be the best minor league team there is in the country. Um, and when we were taking our tour, we we weren't quite sure what our deal was going to be and what we wanted to link up exactly to and we saw this observation deck and we loved it. We love how it looks out over the strip but from Henderson's perspective and it just really made sense and it resonated with us and it's something that I think the community will enjoy not only during game days but also on off nights, you know, it's something that I think people will use for events throughout the year, and so we're really excited about it. And it
0: happened organically. I mean, <laughs> we were just up there on a tour, and team we were there with with team leadership, who by the way are tremendous people, and and have become good friends of ours. And we we were we were just taking a tour, and and I forget who, but somebody said, you know, we got a well, maybe this, you know, this could be a, a salmon ash deck, and, and it could be kind of cool, and. And we we're like, yeah, that would be cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and 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 this within I would say within a couple weeks we were we were ironing out the details and and that's the that's the kind of organization that this is. They they, they have they think big. Uh, they they're visionaries. Uh, and what they created out there in Henderson um, is is fantastic. And we need it. We need it in Henderson. We the community needs it. It'll be a great place uh, to go. It's going to be a beautiful uh, place where. Uh, where where I, I think the, the, the city and, and even f- from outside of Henderson, from across the valley, will come together and have a great time. I,
1: had I only known that as I walked through the arena, I could have just pointed places out, like, I want that to be my <laughs> broadcast booth. <laughs> okay. I,
3: you should have.
1: I didn't know we were doing dibs. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's <laughs> basically how it went.
1: <laughs> we're with Sam Mirajowski and Ash Watkins of Sam & Ash. You know, one of the things that I enjoy talking about with fans, the excitement for the Dollar Loan Center, and for the Henderson Silver Knights themselves as well. Yes, it's a team and yes it's a venue for the valley, but it's also a team and a venue for the city of Henderson. Like this this is a a venue that is really gonna benefit that community. So on the most local level there's benefits and then of course 45 minutes in every direction, everyone will enjoy it. But this this is a, a venue that I think Henderson, the city, is really looking forward to.
3: Yeah, absolutely. They were telling us all the ideas they have for off nights of community involvement, of farmer's markets, and things like that. And So you're absolutely right. This is not just a, a hockey arena or a venue. It's going to be a community focal point. I mean, this is where it's going to bring the community together on game days and, and other days. And I'm, I'm really excited to see it work.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a tremendous concert venue. And and what I realized looking at is they're building it out so major shows can come in to do really elite kind of intimate engagements. So all of a sudden, we in Henderson are going to have this arena that we can – go and have top-level talent and enjoy uh, enjoy not just hockey, but, but also, um, you know, concerts, music, and other live performances.
1: Is it particularly fun for you guys? You know, you have community... Uh, outreach partnerships in, in multiple facets, not just with the Henderson Silver Knights. But is it fun to partner with sports in particular?
3: Well, I I grew up around sports, and I remember going to professional ball games, professional hockey games, everything as a kid. But I remember there's a difference with minor league games. Um, there's a different involvement with the fans. There's a different level of access to players and the future of the professional teams. I mean that's I mean that's where I've got some of my best autographs. Is at the the minor league level. You get the stars before they get to the pros and so I, I love sports and I think this is the most exciting part about it is the access that our, the youth will have to these events and these games at a price point that just totally makes sense for families to go.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, I, I, I told myself when I knew you guys were going to come on the show, I said I'm not going to I'm not going to have hockey debate topics. I'm talking to lawyers. <laughs> so I'm going to lose any argument. Uh, but you know, the, it's a busy offseason for the VGK, just coming off another deep playoff run. Uh, the the team and, and the performance uh, level that, that you've seen of of late. Uh, how do you feel with the the current on ice standing of the VGK and where things are headed?
3: Look, I, I think it's impressive. You just look at our first few seasons in the league and the success we've had. I'm confident that we will continue on that same trajectory, and we're ultimately going to bring the Cup to the Valley. I mean, that's that's going to happen. It will.
0: I, I This may be an unpopular opinion given the events of the last couple of days, but we've gotten <laughs> to know over the past few years uh, the uh, management of the team, and, and I, I am – beyond impressed with every person that we have met in this organization. Uh, You know, we, you know, we've got, we've gotten to know and gotten to be friends with, with uh, some incredible people and they, they love this town. They love our, our neighborhood, our community. And they, they're, we're, but we're, we need to, we, we want to build a team that wins and succeeds, and I have no doubt it's going to happen.
3: Well, and I also, now that we've got the Raiders in town, there's this little bit of who's going to bring a championship to the, the Valley first, and I know it's going to be the VGK organization. So I, I, I sense the pressure that everyone's feeling. We've been knocking on the door for a few seasons now, and it's going to happen.
1: Maybe the HSK will win first, just the way the calendar yeah, works out. Yeah, so. yeah, there we go. I'm trying to cram a couple into a I, month and a half. And <laughs>
3: we're very, very okay, okay with that. With that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, oh, I would love it.
1: Are you Well, we've talked about hockey. We've talked about concerts. Are you guys also indoor football fans? Or are you going to give that a try?
0: I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I, But I've never been to an, an arena football game. So
3: I, I love football, and I love the the high-flying action and scoring of arena football, so I'm excited. And that was one of the things they told us about uh, during the tour. And I think they said they just wish they knew before they built the roof that Right. they were going to have uh, – because it puts kickers in a little bit of a bind. But I'm very excited because – once you get into that arena, you will realize how on top of the action every spot is. I mean, every seat is looking basically over the playing surface, and it's fabulous.
1: As far as kicks go, yeah, a lot of low-line drives. <laughs> yeah. so we'll make it work. Uh, Dollar Loan Center is going to be a tremendous venue, and the Henderson Silver Knights ready for another uh, exciting season. Uh, we're with Sam and Ash. How do you guys spend the offseason? I always ask players how they spend the offseason, but you guys are big sports fans. and Are, are you as antsy as any other fans?
0: In mourning. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because when when the playoffs end, and and we've been you know fortunate uh, with both the Silver Knights and the Golden Knights to ha- be in the off-se- uh, to be in the uh, in, in the playoffs, uh, you know I, I yeah it's just it ends and and you feel you feel empty and and then you start counting down the days to to when when the season begins again and and so I think now we're going through the draft we're going through the draft we're going through. Um, you know, getting ready and set up for, for games and sports to begin. I, I'm, I'm just beyond excited to be back in the stadium, in a seat, and I can't wait for the Dollar Loan Center to be open uh, to everyone and us having games in there. It's going to be just spectacular. So
3: I've been hydrating and resting my vocal cords. Right. I mean, <laughs> the, the playoffs were brutal on both fronts. I mean, I was hoarse for about three weeks. I would pick up the phone and I'd be like, sorry, I was at, I was at a hockey game. And everyone knew, and everyone understood.
1: Well, there's a ton to be excited about. We have, you know, we're gonna have the opening day on October 15th at the Orleans Arena, but we're gonna have opening day for the Dollar Loan Center. We now know on April 2nd. So, do we get you guys for two opening days? We hope this year.
3: A- of course, absolutely. There's a Sam and there's an Ash, so we each get our opening. There day, you go. Right. <laughs> I was saying, well,
1: somebody has to have the first drink on I the get party deck. <laughs> Well, it was tremendous having you guys. We're so excited for this new partnership. Again, uh, members of the Silver Society and the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights, Sam and Ash, thank you so much for taking the time this afternoon, and we look forward to seeing you a lot around the arena this season.
3: Oh, Likewise, Brian. Thank you. Thanks, Brian.
1: Sam and Ash joining us to announce the new partnership with Sam and Ash Law Firm. We'll step aside, and when we come back, we'll wrap things up on this special summer edition of HSK Today on 1230 The Game, the Silver Knights Radio Network. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more... HSK Today. Back on our summer edition of HSK Today, wrapping things up. Brian McCormick here with you. Appreciate everyone's uh, patience. We had a little bit of a technical issue in the studio uh, prior to our uh, introduction of Sam and Ash as the official injury attorney's of the Henderson Silver Knights but we got it figured out and I don't know who did that but whoever it was I have Sam and Ash on my side now so I am going to find out who broke my radio I'm coming after you but uh, uh, really excited to have Sam and Ash on board as the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights and also as members of the Silver Society which are the organizations that are helping the Silver Knights to make an impact not only on the ice but in the community as well and that uh, includes upcoming activities this next year at the Dollar Loan Center. So very exciting and uh, thrilled to have them on board and a lot of great things to come with that partnership in the years ahead. Uh, To wrap things up, again, this was a a special edition end of July to talk a little bit about free agency. We can talk a little bit quickly, quickly about the schedule, which is out. And if you have not yet seen it, the Henderson Silver Knights schedule for next season is available on HendersonSilverKnights.com as well as the AHL.com. It's it's a pretty good-looking schedule, I think, from a Silver Knights perspective. Now, this division is getting harder. It's absolutely getting harder. The two teams that have stood pat the most, you could say, Probably Henderson and the Bakersfield Condors, who have not had many of the Edmonton Oilers moves thus far, appear as though they will directly impact them. But the San Diego Gulls have had Danny O'Regan, Greg Patteron, uh, Brogan Rafferty. They've kept the Carrick brothers and Vinny Letary. San Diego's will be very good again. Abbotsford uh, via Vancouver has added Kyle Burrow, Sheldon Drys, Phil DiGiuseppe, uh, Justin Dowling. A lot of veteran uh, contributors for Abbotsford. That also includes Nick Patan, Tucker Pullman. So, uh, again, presuming these players are in the AHL, this is a tough division compared to last year. So uh, it's going to be important to take advantage of the uh, the windows in the schedule that are available. Opening day is October 15th against the Colorado Eagles at the Orleans Arena. That could very well be the return of Dylan Secura to, uh, to Vegas, so we can circle that. First road trip of the year will be in Abbotsford. Uh, which has not hosted an AHL team for a little under a decade. But when they did, that was a home for Sven Berchi. So perhaps he can give us a little bit of insight to Abbotsford if he's going to be here uh, with the Silver Knights. First uh, meeting with the Bakersfield Condors will be the last weekend of October surrounding Nevada Day. Uh, Of course, the rematch of last year's Pacific Division Final. That should be a lot of fun. All in all, there are eight stretches of three games in four nights, it appears. Nothing overwhelming. Uh, And eight of the last 11 games will be at home at the Dollar Loan Center. The first eight games in Dollar Loan Center history kicking off on April 2nd. Rockford Icehogs and Iowa Wild, the two out-of-division teams that will be on the schedule for the Silver Knights. So lots to look forward to, lots more to talk about, but we probably won't talk about it until much closer to the season. In the meantime, log on to HendersonSilverKnights.com, follow Silver Knights' social media channels, and tune in on VGK Insider and other programs to find out what the Silver Knights have cooking. Special thanks again to Sam and Ash, injury attorneys, who have joined the Silver Society, and to Gage Quinney for joining us on the program today. I'm Brian McCormick. Enjoyed spending a little time with you here at the end of July, and we'll see you around training camp when we get ready for Season 2 of the Silver Knights. Have a great day, everyone. Appreciate you being with us. Brian McCormick signing off.